You have to identify your part, what you're responsible for. A lot of the times, what makes it difficult for us is that we try to identify, or our brain will take us to places to identify what the other person was feeling, what the other person decided to do, and what they wanted to do. And we're, we're going to go play psychic to shame ourselves with not so accurate information. And why I say that is even if the person told you how they felt about what you did or what you didn't do for that matter, it's you still can't feel it for them. So you don't know the intensity. All you know is that it did hurt them somehow or what, you know, whatever you did was unfair or whatever it is that you regret doing or whatever variation of that story. The idea is to just explain your responsibility and be able to understand and be very clear about your part. Not what they felt, what they did, what they... It's not, it's not a good idea because you're not making it clear for your brain and now your brain is spending too much time and too much energy replaying stories of the what-ifs and what they should have felt, what I should have done. No, 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 I want you to stay with what you did do and what you didn't do. That's it and that's that's all you're in charge of. When your brain tries to de- redirect you or derail you into thinking about other stuff and you start overdoing it, please bring yourself back kindly, gently. Bring yourself back to what you are only responsible for. That's it. That's it. You cannot identify the intensity of another person's suffering, so don't do that to yourself. Just take responsibility. You don't have to use the other stuff that you do that is just extra to shame and guilt yourself. And in fact, you really don't know how this person feels. Even if they tell you, you can't really feel it. You you don't know if you really ruined their life or if this situation really was terrible. And, you know, we don't really know. So uh, I hope that makes sense in the case of it involving another person. Now, if the regret involves you and just you, Maybe it's a regret not telling somebody that you care about them or that you love them before they left or what have you. This is the part where we have to write it down and accept that these are the facts. This is what I did do. I did not tell them. But furthermore, I want you to identify your responsibility in that, in that I did not tell them. And there's going to be, of course, a reason why. The reason would only have to be something that you know. And it could be something as simple as I didn't have enough skills to tell a person how I felt. I didn't have the maturity to tell a person how I felt. I wasn't the same person at that time. So that takes me to the next thing that we have to do. Step number three, if there is a step to such a thing. We have to accept that humans are flawed. We forget that, actually. That means you are flawed. You're a human you're flawed and we're allowed to make mistakes we're allowed to do that people because we need to grow from them this is not a justification it's a downright fact if you can admit that you need to work on that my friend because we are all going to be making mistakes but we want to be resilient and mobile and the way to be emotionally mobile and move forward is by eliminating the shame and the guilt learning to understand our lessons without the shame and the guilt and accepting the fact that we are flawed, that we have made a mistake, but understanding that mistake will help us understand what to do next. So please understand that we are allowed to grow. And like Maya Angelou so eloquently says, when I know better, I do better. And that's what it's about. When I know better, I do better. 
So I like living by that. What also happens when you start doing this, when you start accepting responsibility and accepting the fact that you're human and other people are also flawed because they're human and they're allowed to make mistakes and learn from them. And even if they don't learn from them, that's okay. They're flawed. They're not godlike and they can disappoint you. Understanding and labeling your disappointment is appropriate. It makes sense. Understanding why you're disappointed and bringing it down to size by understanding that humans are going to make mistakes. They're going to disappoint you. Also, regarding decisions that we have made in the past that we may hold a grudge on ourselves with, you know, whatever decision that may be, we have to respect and accept the person, which is part of us at that time, who made that decision. Of course, that version of me does not know what it knows now, so would make a different decision. But at that time, that version of me did not know what I know now. So I have to accept that I've grown since then and that at that time I was allowed to make that mistake. I was allowed to learn from it even better. The next step, I guess, is accepting that I cannot change the past, but understanding what I can do right now and what I can do if there's anything to do in righting the wrong. Now, this is a tough one, people. This is a really tough one. Sounds easy. So I guess I can accept that I can't change the past, but my mind can still make me believe that or use the shaming that I should have done this and I could have done that, but it's flawed. We got to bring it to the present. This is the part, this is the step we'll bring our mind to the present by helping taking responsibility of what we can do right now. If there's anything to right the wrong somehow, then we do it. But if there's nothing, then we have to accept that there's nothing that can be done. And this wasn't an experience for us to learn what we needed to learn. And let me just tell you, God bless those lessons. The people that get to learn the lessons and do better next time usually are the people that don't stay in shame and guilt. Because like I always say, the self-shaming and self-guilting keeps us emotionally stagnant, stuck. There's no solutions after that. We just maintain this emotional stagnation. I guess that's the best way to say it again and again. It just, it never goes out of style for me to say that. So if there's anything to right the wrong, let's do it. Let's just do it. Say the apology, call the person up, uh, say it within yourself. I accept that I could not change back then. I couldn't say the thing or couldn't do the thing that I needed to do back then. And that's okay. That's okay because I needed to learn whatever it is I needed to learn. And now I know that I was not as secure or as confident in those areas that I needed to strengthen. And I can strengthen them now. I can work on them now. That's how I take responsibility as an emotionally mature person. This takes practice, people. I'm not exempt from the bunch. I have to do the same practice as everybody else does. I follow these as well, okay? So this is where it comes from, how I would do it. And also how I help other people do it. The next step I want you to consider is really be specific about what was the lesson. If you can, if it's, if, it can be obvious to you, I guess. What is the lesson I needed to learn at that time I take responsibility for? Whether it's my impulsivity, my anger, my insecurity, my immaturity, whatever it is, whatever it is that I need to look at, that's what I need to work on. It's a wonderful thing, really, because I myself consistently work on my reactive self. I grew up in a family that's 
very loud and very reactive. And that's cool. Like, I don't, I don't mind that at all. I, I love that I grew up in that family. But it took me a long time to get past my defensiveness or learn to understand how it was no longer working in my life. It was causing me to hit barriers and, and, and barricades more like it because my reaction to situations was an overkill. It pushed people away from me. It pushed opportunities away from me because I was not able to take responsibility for my own anger. I was blaming other people for it and my reactiveness. I, I was just, I couldn't do it without the shame. I couldn't do it without the guilt. Until, of course, I had to work on those things. And when I did, it set me free. Because I can tell you, yeah, I I get angry. But today, I don't need to self-destruct in all areas of my life. <laughs> we don't need to do that. I like knowing today that, hey, Tala, your anger and your reactive self, your overkill self, is there. You, you're familiar with it. You've seen it before. You know what it does. You're aware of it. You took responsibility for it. Now, when you're about to go in that route, in that neighborhood, in that reactive, angry neighborhood, you can stop yourself. So this way you are just, you don't do something that you cannot take back, right? That's the point of learning the lesson is that I can pinpoint that I have to work on my anger. I have to work on those traits that are pretty damn important and that have not helped me in the past. But in learning about them, I can confront them within myself and work on them. That means I'm really interested in anything that has to deal with anger management, relaxation, quieting the mind, uh, any technique that would help me not assume things about people, not become overreactive. And usually they're mental techniques. They're just strategies that I can use in my thinking that'll help me work on that. So you must understand the lesson, which part of your personality that may have contributed to the past regret. You know, did you act on anger, on insecurity, on fear, on impulsivity? What did, which area do you think you need to be aware of and learn the lesson in and work on? And it's a continuous work, right? We just get better and better at it. I can tell you today, uh, my reaction to anger is totally different than it was before. And I still have to work on it because I'm human and I will get angry or upset and I have to forgive myself and continue to take responsibility and work on it. I'll just keep forgiving myself because I notice that every time I forgive myself for it, that means I can move forward and do it better next time. But when I'm sitting there shaming myself and I'm no good because I yelled at this person, I'm not good at blah, 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 then I get stuck just doing that all day long, punishing myself mentally. So I don't want to be part of that anymore. I just quickly accept my flaws and work on them and do better next time. I'll just do better next time. I keep saying that every time. And in fact, it does get better the next time. So I'm grateful for that. I'm really grateful for that. In no way do I think I am perfect. And in no way do I think that I'm not flawed. I am flawed and I want to grow from my flaws. I want to outgrow them even better, but they'll still be there. I'll still be flawed and I'll just keep working on that. And that's part of my journey. It's a good thing. So there's a benefit to it. Regrets are like fungus. They fester up inside. 
and they cannot go to a good place. They keep darkness within us. And if we have that much darkness within us, then people can say some small thing and our guilt will start defending and and blame them and yell at them and even if they're right. But when we are bringing the, the darkness into the light, when we can look at our own flaws and understand them and learn the lessons that we need to learn from them, then people's words or them throwing the stuff that I've done at me is no longer painful. I can accept them. I already know what they are. Thank you. I have the thanks. And I won't even be offended even because I did, I did do those things, but I understand them now. I understand them. I wrote them down. I identified my responsibility and I attempted to do what I could do to learn from it, fix it if I can. But if I can't, I will learn from it either way. At this point, people around me are not going to be victim to my own shame because when I'm feeling shame, I will take it out on them. I will start blaming them, defending them, all because I feel guilty and shame. So let's set ourselves free by forgiving ourselves and working on those regrets, bringing them into the light, learning to look at them and not run, just confronting them and growing from them. So this way, if we ever pull them out, we understand them. They no longer can hurt us. And if anybody else tells us about them, they no longer can offend us. They are right. There's Tala, you did this and this. And I'm like, yeah, I sure did. I did it twice on Sunday. Absolutely. And I can sit there without, you know, going into a cave, <laughs> feeling sorry for myself and just, uh, it turns ugly. We don't need to do that. That's why working on your regrets will ultimately up the quality of your life. We'll actually transform the hell out of it. And we all have them. We all have those little bit of regrets or things that we should have or could have done. And we wish we, we hadn't done altogether. So just get right with yourself. Work on that relationship with you. And this is a great thing to work on. The regret business. We can do it. We can do it. Be gentle and compassionate to yourself in this process as any process or anything that you're trying to learn that's new. We are going to make errors. I could be working on taking responsibility for my regrets, but end up acting in anger. That's fine. That's fine. Just make the appropriate apology and move on. Learn from it. Do better next time. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me tonight. I hope this was helpful to you. It certainly is to me, certainly is to me to help me reflect on what I need to reflect on and grow from it for sure. I'm sending you a lot of love and safety this weekend. This has been an episode of Drive Through.